because not all families are in support of like you know creative uh or you know like picking picking uh, something creative or like some sort of art as your entire career because mm-hmm. that shit tends to not pay mm-hmm. but <laughs> if you really if you really think you if you really think you can be the best at it or if you yeah. really think you got it like that's what it's all about that's it's amazing it's so it's so comforting to have that support i swear to god yeah but like all the more power to you if you like your parents wanted you to be a doctor and you're like i'm going to be an actor and that's mm-hmm. fucking badass it is badass that is bad it'd be tough but but no a lot of people like that fucking too. go for it so i mean yeah. if you really want it yeah that's kind of what we talk about a lot on here and kind of like what you just said is i feel like there's so many goddamn people in the world and just with the internet, like that's just gonna get bigger. It's just gonna be more and more social media, more and more. It's literally, and actors, like it's literally the, probably the best time to ever be an artist. Like anyone can access your shit if it's online anytime. Yeah, and like Scorsese said, like back in the '90s or something, he was like, "My, I'm look, my dream is that you know everybody can just start creating their own material, mm-hmm. you know, like and actually be able to get film cameras that aren't." thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of dollars and actually just start creating their own shit look at us now yeah exactly exactly scorsese look at us now scorsese, dude right here my man's i got yeah, my camera he's the bestest but it's great yeah because like you can make short films you can make your own material mm-hmm. and you know there's all these there's so many options you got like these incredible editing softwares like premiere adobe um uh, da Vinci. That's what I got. Yeah, it's I free. Mean, it's I, I, I'm inept at editing, so well, I wouldn't say that. I, I really I love my uh, my iMovie. That's where <laughs> I'm at right now. But I'll take it. I'll bump it up a notch. Bro, did see, I didn't know shit until doing just some YouTube videos. Yeah, YouTube's where it's at, man. You can yeah. learn everything on YouTube. Well, you can learn. Yeah, I, I guess I, I made a couple vlogs that I had to edit, so that taught me a lot looking up things on youtube uh editing this um yeah i've I've really just kind of soft self-taught myself through youtube and it's yeah. fucking legit any issue i have usually i can find something that's similar or what i'm looking yeah. for and um, the material that's out there too it's like there's so much inspiration it's really yeah. exciting shit and so it's been that's the best part about this yeah. gap year that i'm taking is that like I'm really excited to go back to school. You say you probably feel motivated, but I'm I'm motivated, and I have the fucking time to go and just like make shorts. Yeah, which is so much fun. Yeah, that shit's the best. How much? So what do you have? Two years left, or a year and a half left? Two years left. Two years left. I just lo- I was loving the shit out of college. It was the best two years that, of my life that I've ever had. Well, except for that last most recent semester, <laughs> COVID really fucked it up. But like. The work is always what it comes down to, mm-hmm. and that is when that's when shit starts getting really just euphoric. Yeah. How would satisfying. you would you recommend? Because I, I haven't done this, which probably is something I should be doing, or, or maybe a mistake on my part. But I remember when I first moved here, I would get some advice every once in a while to go to say UCLA or something there, like drama building, and just like they had postings or something that I could like put my name down or give people my a card or a headshot or something. Um, just for just to be uh, see that's what I don't even entirely know like I think they were saying as an not a student you could get casted or just to get to know maybe the film students there so then you can network with them that's smart is that's that super smart uh, I was gonna ask you think that's legit yeah but I UCLA is tight but 
fucking go 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 mo- there's a lot of other better yeah options, no that was just I the think. first one yeah okay yeah but, first not not doesn't have but, to be them dude, totally everybody all all the students really just want to um they just want people to work with they want they want like to uh, assemble a squad like they're really that's the best part about being a student is that like everybody's so open to uh to Working. collab to collaboration yeah and so well yeah once you start getting to kind of find a good community of artists or student artists or whatever like then you there's nothing that you can't create together i mean hmm. you're not gonna be able to do million dollar effects but like yeah you can you can start you can start getting the ball rolling mm-hmm. and that's where it's at it's important yeah and do you feel like that goes away uh when you leave school I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it should, but I think what does get in the way is just the need to make money, a job, yeah. you know, like life cuz yeah, life. And um and then also like if you do get sag at one point, then it's going to it makes dif- it makes passion projects a little bit more difficult because they you're 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 a business now. Yeah. Are yeah. you saying as like say a production co- production uh company sag or sag after? Yeah. Or union. Are you saying as the actor though, as like, or as, as like the act- director? As an actor, yeah. Um, well, just depend. Like a union, like it changes shit. It, 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 mm-hmm. um, you have to get union rates, and yeah. So you, it's, it makes it much more difficult um, to do uh, non-paying jobs, yep. or you know, non-paying work, or just non-union work. Exactly. You can't do them, right? That's my impression. Because yeah, because yeah, you can't. You can't, right? Yeah. Um, there's loopholes. Yeah. Just don't tell anyone or what. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'll look into it, but I probably, probably. But then again, oh, you know what it is? Uh, I think if you if you change your name a little bit, use a stage name. Yeah, that makes sense. Or maybe don't use your stage name. Use your real name, yeah. or just use your first name and middle name. Yeah, or something like that. But like, it would just be such a shame to get to have that come around and bite you in the ass. What happens? I don't even know. Would they obviously kick you out of the union? Or you have to pay oh, a bunch geez, of fucking I would fines. Hope not. Maybe a fine. I don't fine. know. Yeah. It's like they're gonna make you pay you a fine for not getting paid money. Yeah. They're gonna make you pay them a fine for not getting paid money. I mean, that's like a little, that's a little whack. See, I don't know. Yeah. I obviously want to be in the union eventually, but I'm not really concerned with it right now because because yeah. <clears throat> now's a good now's a good time just to be making our own material. Yeah, and you know, obviously, I know I'm starting out. I want to get better, uh, so I'll do. I try not to do free work and I've been able to do, I guess I have done some, but I've also done some low paying work. See, that's the thing too. I haven't, I guess, come across that yet, but if I did, yeah, I love what was going on. I probably still would. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to be hitting you up pretty soon for one of our next short sketches or whatever. And like, dude, it just, it makes you remember why, why you were an actor in the first place. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's you, fun. It reminds you that how much you actually need it. Mm-hmm. There's people that want it and there's people that need it to survive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that makes a big difference. And if you're ready, if you're happy to do this shit on your own time and it's great now because you actually have, you have a say in what goes down, you know, cause you're working like most of the projects that we're going to be working on is with friends and whatnot. And so you actually have, uh, you have a pull. Yeah, you know, and I think it's awesome too working on small projects like that because even though it is small, you get an idea of what else is going on. Yeah, if it is just a group of ten people, whatever totally. you know, maybe what the director. Everything's so much per- more personal. Yeah, you just you're just closer related to them. Yeah, it's not this massive production which would be awesome to be on, but I also I think it's good. At least I want to know, just because of how I am, what else is going on. You know, because 
I don't know. I want to do the best I can. So yeah. maybe I know this is a common issue for the director or producer. Like, let me do this because it's easy for me to do and whatever. It would, it would benefit me. It would benefit them. Everything would be smoother. I would be that type of person. So, you, yeah, it just, I think, gives you an opportunity to learn maybe yeah, what their job is more than, I guess, if, if it was a big... Totally. And it gives you, yeah, it gives you more of a perspective of like what goes into each aspect because now it's like it puts all the, it's all the responsibilities on you and the squad mm -hmm. to get this project out there. Mm -hmm. And so nothing's really ambiguous. Like you really have a pretty solid grasp of everything that's going down and everything that's, that you're going to need mm -hmm. in order to make this project come, 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 this dream come true. Yeah. And that's nice. If, you know, it's nice. Yeah, it's great. I think it's wonderful, especially if you find a good squad. Or you know, a fun group of people that are like happy to happy to work with you, and mm -hmm. and just like a like a dependable crew to just kind of just start pumping out material, and then allow you to have your input too, because having an input is so great and, and essential. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I've I guess I haven't really found that. I've kind of found that, but I haven't found that yet. Um, I've been able to meet a, a really cool group of people that has been doing a lot um, and I've been able to do some things with them. Yeah. Um, but obviously I'm always open to meeting more Totally. because you know, I'm not going to fit everything they're trying to do. Exactly. Obviously like yeah. that's just, uh, you know, yeah. understandable. There's this, there's this book um, called an actor's life by Amy Schumer who plays Pam on uh, the office mm -hmm. and she's, she's super talented and just fucking Awesome Wait, her name is Amy Schumer. Amy, Amy, no. Um, I was gonna say George, what? <laughs> uh, what the fuck? I'm so bad with names. No, let's look it up. Not did I say Amy Schumer? Yeah, what the, the comedian. Fuck? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? She's also an Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Because I love the office. Her, name, her name's uh, Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher. Yeah, Jenna yeah, Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll cut that part out. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's Jenna the Fisher clip wrote that's going to be life, and. Um, one of the things that she mentions is that like when you're down in LA and you're broke and you're struggling, one of the most important things is just to have your community of artists, your yeah. community of creators and your fam. Cause no matter what, you're always going to be able to come back and create shit with them. And even if it's terrible, it's just, just, you know, just come to terms with that. It will be terrible and anything better than that's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And who gives a shit? Just create it. Just create, 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 create. That's what's it. That's yeah. what's, that's what it's at. And even if that one's bad, like, you learn yeah, you're that. still exercising the the, low stakes. The, the muscles to do something like exactly. that. And yeah, it's low stakes. It's just move on to the next. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah, man, I'd, I'd love to get in with a couple of people, groups of people like that. Um, so that's kind of where I was going with the, the whole school, getting to your, your I don't know if you... I don't mean no. Just getting involved with with students at a, at yeah. a local school is kind of the the advice that I was uh, referencing there, and I, I haven't done that, but I think that would be really smart. Um, I don't know. I was kind of getting that through my studio, obviously, because the the class I was in, uh, people were definitely taking it serious. You know, I wasn't just like, let me try this and kind of fuck around. That's it was, everyone was really trying to learn, and actually, you, it was very clear they were putting effort in. So. Um, I was hoping that would kind of be that place, but obviously COVID happened, so I haven't been there in a while. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, even just with killer siblings, like, like 
the cast and th- that was that was a great squad. Like, yeah, that I'm, was like, fun. I'm excited to work with some of those people, you know. And like, look at us. We're yeah. already we're looking back up at exactly. the podcast. Like, check out Killer Siblings on Oxygen. You might even recognize one of us. Yes, <laughs> one of us is a murderer, and, and one, one of, of us has an afro. Gets murdered. Yeah, <laughs> with a fro or a perm. Bro, I can't believe I thought that was your hair. So many people. That was the first time I met you. <laughs> I just saw it. It looked real. I literally was like, damn, this dude's got some. I might, I, yeah, I bet you you, you and um, the murderers all had shotguns and shit. What are you guys up to? <laughs> yeah. God yeah. damn, bro. Yeah, what, actually, I got killed in one and I got and I was able to be a part of a murder in the other. Oh, that's it's a fun. great opportunity. Full circle, man. Yeah. yeah, that was a really fun project. You know, it's. It was a blast. It was fun. And I was I was looking forward to going back um, because they reached out to me to do some more, but ended up not needing me, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what it was. It was like a couple weeks later. Yeah. Uh, honestly, because I forget his name. One of the other guys on set, we were talking about a TV show that he talked about nonstop. And I'd, it was the first time I heard of it, I guess. And I kept forgetting to watch it. Because it was only a few days that yeah. we did that, whatever. And then I watched it afterwards, and I fucking loved it. So I, wa- I wanted to go back and tell him, like, dude, I watched the show, and it's, it, I get what you're saying. Garrett or Justin, possibly? <sighs> I don't, I'm not dude. even going to remember. Even if you say the, his name, I, I don't yeah. even know if I would be able to. Yeah. I forget. But That was a, that was a fun project, though, because, like, the crew, there was this dude named Garrett, and who he and I were just hitting it off. He's an, he was an Eagle Scout, and mm-hmm. so he and I really bonded over that because we're both Eagles, and then You're my big brother. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, dude. That's how <laughs> I got, that was my outlet for the outdoors. <laughs> it was just, like, such good, such good experience. Like, yeah. it was really wonderful. I got to do some of the coolest shit ever, like scuba diving and really big canoe trips and big, fat fucking backpacking trips fuck, in the dude. Sierras and shit. So fun. But anyway, Garrett and I really hit it off, and then we found out that Garrett knows my big brother and they went to school together and then as did Justin and as did Marcello. Yeah. And it was just, yeah. And then like, so I'm excited to work with all those people because every project you work on, you make more, you make connections. And you, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And then it kind of like widens your community and mm-hmm. widens the, the people you can call up and, you know, have help you out with a project. And I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that is, networking is fucking huge out here, especially, I mean, I think it is in general, but in something where it's like, I feel like acting where it just kind of, you know, you got to put yourself in a position where you could get opportunities and obviously meeting people who are working and creating things and being a good person and being, you know, someone who is easy to work with or not just a negative aspect to something is like huge. Yeah. Like I don't think you could survive. Yeah. And then finding people in different different aspects of the 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 industry too. Mm-hmm. Like you know it, it's great to make friends with a producer mm-hmm. and then a writer. Oh dude, mm-hmm. I I need to fucking make friends with a really solid writer. That's <laughs> Have you wrote your own stuff before? Yeah. It's ass. It's Writing's hard. I'm reading. That, that's why I, I decided to read a book about it. <laughs> what, oh, what's the book? It's called Story. Man. It's called, called Story by Robert McKee. Yeah. Because how cool would it be to be able to write your own material and then put it together? It'd like, be awesome. Yeah. And so I have some ideas of things I'd like to make, but yeah, I've never um, actually tried to, you know, like write a yeah. write a, a script about it. It's yeah. just I kind of keep it in the back of my head because I feel you know once in the future if I was 
once I am more successful, I could have some more pull. Maybe actually sit down with some people who know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And, totally. Or just or just work on it solely. I don't know what I want to do with or it yet. A, but or like you can take a class or like yeah. an intensive or something. You know, there's definitely options for that. Like I think at some point I would really like to take a class on writing just so because oh yeah, dude Jonah Hill is like a fucking incredible writer and he could just have a career in writing as it is. Did he write Superbad? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I know that he's written some... He wrote um, mid-90s. I do know that. Yes. Directed that. I haven't seen that, but I've seen a bunch of uh, commercials for it. It's really beautiful. It's a really kick-ass movie. It's very truthful. Like, really truthful. It's just about, like, suburb kids, right? It's about, yeah, in L.A., growing up, skating, and, you know, getting involved with drugs and shit. Yeah. It's pretty realistic. Yeah, that's one I forgot about that I heard good shit about. I forgot to actually watch. Yeah. Exactly, but dude, that guy is not only like a, just a wonderful actor, just incredible deliveries, and just such an just a beautiful sense of self, and mm-hmm. yeah, he just creates like awesome characters. But yeah. like, he can write like a motherfucker, you know, and like in such an authentic way. That's also still got his his classic good humor. Mm-hmm. Dude, that dude's funny. He is funny. He's he is another guy who's like. I was, I was having a conversation about this as well before on the show is there's so many people out here. I mean, it's, it's obviously why they're successful, but who are not the most, you know, maybe household name, mm-hmm. let's say an actor or a writer, but whatever. But once you start thinking about successful actors and all these other people start coming up and you realize how fucking good they are. Yeah. And how they're not households. Yeah. Like Jonah Hill, obviously he's, he's a household dude. He's, he's a household sure. name. He's huge. But even like Tom Hardy, like I don't think a lot of people would think of Tom Hardy as you know, they're, oh, this dude's my favorite actor yeah. or like this dude's the best actor, but he's done such a variety of shit. I think, yeah, I think he's one of the best actors. Um, and yeah, just people like that. I'm sure there's a ton of people, obviously, that it's not even coming to my head right now, but um, it's it's really amazing when you, I guess, just think about that. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. At least it is to me. You like, ever heard of Killian Murphy? Yeah. Yes, dude. Fucking dude. Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. I you fucking like Peaky love that show, bro. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best show ever. I On Netflix? That show. Fucking Peaky Blinders, Please dude. watch Peaky Blinders, dude. It gets so good. It gets so good. It's so good. Especially once it gets into the second season, they get a, they totally get a budget bump, and you can tell. Like, every, <laughs> like, the quality, everything is just excellent. Yeah, bro. Dude, I actually love the... You know, a lot of shows, I feel like it takes a while to get good, or, like, you yeah. got to get into it. Mm-hmm. That one, I guess, a little bit, maybe the first episode... But I feel like a couple into the first season, and the first season is pretty damn good. Yeah, the second and third. Was there five now? I've just There's, totally there, binged. I think, yeah, four or five. Four yeah. Because I think one just kind of came out last, right before COVID. Yeah. Just like kind of out was of the blue. The it was a short season, Italians, I think. Italians, the Italian mob. No, it was, I think, one after that. I think. Oh yeah, when they're running shit and then they're trying to. Um, oh, they're starting to get involved with Al Capone, um, in America and yes. start trying to. Because I think it takes place during the um, pro- prohibition. Yeah. And so they're right. starting. They're they are starting to ship out alcohol. Yeah, across. Yeah, because really they're going to New York. I think. Widening this plot. Yes, and yeah. then because then his uh, what's it, not Tommy's oh, little cousin Mike, uh, Michael. Yeah, he lives in New York. I see. That's no problem. I had no problem remembering that name. Yeah. I forgot Tom Hardy. I said <laughs> Amy Schumer. Bro, and Tom Hardy's Jim in Fisher. that shit, dude. Doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't is. he? Right. He plays, he plays the um, Alfie. Yeah, the the like Jewish gangster. Yeah, the acidic Jewish leader. gangster that's just with eczema and and um, 
what's and uh, he's got some sort of really bad cancer or whatever, and so he's deteriorating. As, yeah, as he's a fucking badass in that so, show too. So badass, but so is Killian. Oh God, Killian's so good. Yeah, Killian. Killian is underrated, man. Yeah, but he did, he was also really brilliant in Dunkirk. I thought like they, that that dude digs deep. Man. See, he's he's one exactly what I'm talking about. Is like. Obviously, I got to know him as an actor from Peaky Blinders and had probably seen numerous movies that I just didn't know it was him or like who he was, whatever. But then once you think or dive into who he is, if you like look him up, like, okay, who's this guy? What else has he done? And you're like, oh, he's in that movie. Oh, he's in that fucking movie. Oh, this dude's like crazy successful and no yeah. one really mentions I him. How old he is. I'm sure he's in his 40s or something. But yeah, yeah, I think I think that dude deserves deserves way more light yeah he's but in I think the, he's also very tasteful in the roles that he's just he picks because yeah. he's in inception he's in mm-hmm. he's in batman he plays, i was gonna say he's like one of the villains he plays um scarecrow yeah and he's fucking great dude. he's in um a world war ii movie that i wish i remember dunkirk? not dunkirk it's it's there in <gasps> oh uh something in the grass barley wind in the barley or something like that i don't even remember the where's name. The irish ira yeah, where they're trying to uh, assassinate the like third highest Nazi general, uh, who's it might be in Prague. I think it's in Prague, yeah. where Prague has been obviously taken over by the Nazis, and they're trying to assassinate him and his partner, who I think is the guy from Fifty Shades, <gasps> who's also another British actor. British actors fucking kick dude, ass. Dude. British actors. Run, act miles around us Americans. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy once you start. Because another one of mine is uh, my favorite actors is um, I'm blanking on his name right now. Fucking Batman. Oh, Christian. Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, American He's Psycho. So good. So good. Oh my God, him and um, what's the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg, Fighter, right? Where the they're they're brothers that are boxers, and he mm-hmm. plays a um a like a I haven't seen it like a drug addict, and he's just dude is he good so good like you they, that dude is you forget that he's acting like mm-hmm. he really becomes mm-hmm. yeah i just watched american psycho again like last week dude, have you seen all the american psycho memes dude, <laughs> oh the, him walking into the office all of that shit's hilarious he's uh, just that's such a he's so quirky but dude nobody could play a, a psycho like him I, well, what's that guy's uh Name from No Country for Old Men that plays. Um, it's a great movie. That, I don't know his name, but it's a great movie. Oh God, that's he. Apparently, like um, specialists that have analyzed the movie and like have declared him to be like he plays the best serial killer ever. Like the really? mo- like most accurately, like Just, complete sociopath. Like yeah, absolutely. The dude no with empathy. the deep voice. Yeah, dude with the deep voice. Yeah, what is his name? Because I would like to know his name because he fucking kills that I movie. Think it's, or something heavy or something and he's probably another one where it's like you know he's probably done a shit ton of work that oh god no he's he's he he, i think he definitely gets some good credit he was in james bond and he played the villain he just plays some incredible villains how fun would that be bro a villain you don't want to probably be typecasted but yeah if you're just these badass villains how fucking fun would that be i i think being a fucking psychopath would be so fun to play because you could just Go all out. Dude, our good friend Bradley Pitt in 12 Monkeys. I haven't seen that He plays either. a sick psychopath. Does he? Yeah. I mean, him in fucking Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. So good. It would just be... 
I don't know. I just think it'd be so fun to fucking be crazy. That dude, that dude deserves <laughs> some credit. Besides, oh dude, you ever seen um, Between Two Ferns? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, do you remember the one with him and Brad Pitt? <laughs> oh my God, he starts roasting Brad Pitt. And he's like, um. Oh God, I can't. I, I'm, I'm gonna butcher it, but he's like, "You think uh, people are ever gonna just realize that you're a bad actor and just handsome?" <laughs> and Brad Pitt just like, over and spits his gum in his face. Does he? <laughs> and then it sticks to his eye. And then he puts in, and then Jack Zach Galifianakis just starts chewing it. Just so chewing funny. it. Yeah, that show is hard to tell. Like a lot of the time, a lot of the time, if they've seen the show ahead of time, they know. They know, but like, it's he hard was to tell. About Sean Penn, like. Sean Penn, he could not, he actually could not tell if Sean Penn was being serious or not. Yeah, well, that's what's hard to tell as the viewer sometimes if, are like, are they actually pissed? I can't fucking tell. Yeah. Obama was <laughs> I was going to say, Obama was on there. I remember that. That shit was so funny. Obama, Obama was, like, Obama's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. Dude's fucking hilarious. I don't remember what they said, but I just remember he, I just remember he had a good comeback to him, didn't he? Obama did? Hell yeah. yeah I don't remember what it was at all, but dude, he was, yeah, he was, he's a comedian, man. That guy is hilarious. Right, he's so fucking likable. I know. Politics, bro. They've yeah. been stressful. I know. Since he left, but yeah, fucking villains. We don't gotta get into politics. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah, so the villains, <laughs> we were, we, we've figured out, um, Javier Bardem. He's, yes, he plays the best site or like the mo- the like the most accurate sociopath or uh, psychopath out of. Do you know why they they thought that or, do, or declared that? Um, they just analyzed his character and like his his uh his action and whatnot, and they concluded that like yeah, this dude is like really nailed that he did his homework. Because hmm. you know a lot of people put a little twist on it and just you know can play it generally or whatnot. Yeah, but like he. I guess he just really nailed it. Was he supposed to be anything like uh, specific? Like that's a really some grade type sociopath. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think yeah, of course it's specific, but I am not a yeah psychiatrist. But I really yeah, dude. You think just because my mom is? <laughs> you think I would have the vocab? You know. dude. She would if I, I asked. She pushes her, it down to if you. I knew if I asked her, she'd be able to tell me so fast. Oh, she yeah. can analyze people like crazy. It's awesome. Brother, I think that's. I think it's a power. It is. A, she's she's psychic, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I, when I was going to college, or when I first like when I was graduating high school, uh, psychology is one of the things I wanted to do because yeah. simply that I wanted. I just thought it'd be so cool to be able to. I don't know, like know a person's mind. Yeah, I, I guess better that. than the average person. Identify patterns too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I ended up not doing it, but. I just thought the, the idea of that would have been so fucking cool. Well, that's what's great, though. Books, 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 mm-hmm. books. True. You know? Yeah, you can still read shit. Yeah. I totally. kind of got bored with the the technical medical side of it in the intro class. It was like, yeah. this part of the brain, yeah, this I'm part sure of the that's brain. a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just bored me. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to do something else. It'd be but, great if there's a psychology class for actors. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it kind of is. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, more focused probably would be cool. Yeah, exactly. Just so like from so that way they just use and they kind of go out from that angle instead of just like because sounds like it can be kind of mechanical. Like this part of the brain does this and blah 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 blah. Yeah. It would just be really nice to like learn 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 you know a good a good uh, way to of like identifying different um, contingencies. 
What do you mean by that? I, I have guess. no idea what contingency means. <laughs> con, con, what was the fucking word I was thinking of? Gone. Like different mannerisms people have and, and no, just kind of patterns. More, broad, more um, this shit, yeah, just based off of shit that people do, just figuring out how to identify that. And then let's say like they're playing a character, let's say, oh, you're going to play a serial killer. Then it, I, I'm sure it's up to the actor of uh, like, for the most part, like, you know, how they want to go about it. And then mm-hmm. they can look into, all right, what kind of psychopath do I want this, yeah. this, this villain to be? Well, like Anthony Hopkins, bro. That is a, that's the goat. That's the papa. He is fucking incredible. Those are great movies. Hannibal. Yeah. Oh, um, Silence of the Lambs, yep. Hannibal. But yeah, he's like, he really, yeah, he brought that, man. Cannibal. It's almost, uh, this may be a completely fucking wrong statement, but I almost feel like at times the actors who do the absolute best, they make it so fucking realistic that people, it's like they don't get the props because it looks so real and just normal. Yeah. Like, oh, that dude's just a psycho. Like, no, he's not like that at all in real life. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> interesting. That's a great point because... um, Not saying that that movie hasn't gotten any hype, because I think it definitely it's has. Plenty but of hype, and everybody loves Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, exactly. He's incredible. I mean, he is really just like... Whoa, I, he, he's one of the best actors ever. I really, yeah. I really think, I really believe that. Um, Have you ever seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Jack Nicholson. Yes, Two yes. beautiful movies. So Nurse Ratchet. Um, she just plays this evil nurse that's mm-hmm. just fucking so hateable, but she yeah. does it so well, mm-hmm. so beautifully. But she had a really hard time getting work after that um, because uh, nobody could see her as a normal as a normal person as anything yeah. else. And so, like, I, it was an incredible role, great opportunity, but I think it really just, it just ru- like almost ruined messed her. shit up. Yeah, that's too bad. It but is. But that's real. Like, I fucking hated her. Yeah. It took me like now as as someone who's who's trying to you know be an actor and has you know done scene work, whatever has experience with acting. I'll still you know watching a new movie and there's a villain like that, and you just think oh, I fucking hate this person, know, and then I you just, realize oh, and then I remember myself like oh they're just killing this fucking role, yeah, like yeah, fuck killing it. I think that that should be recognized, and so so that shit doesn't happen, so people don't get typecast as that because like. Nurse Ratchet, I can't remember the actress's name, but yeah. she was incredible. Like she, mm-hmm. I would have loved to see her play anything, you yeah. know. And it's just, it is a shame. I wish that there could have been a platform or whatever, so that way people, the audience, could have actually seen what she's, you know, mm-hmm. heard her speak. Her, yeah. But it, it's people just like, oh, that's what she's like. Yeah. But I guess it's you know a large, large part of it is the industry too. But talk about not getting typecast like Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Like that dude can do literally any movie. You know, he created the best, or he like made the he was the best superhero I think ever. Iron ever. Man. Iron Man. He was so sick as that. I think I think he yeah embodied Iron Man yeah probably he fucking is Iron Man. He is. Like he yeah. Like I don't think there's gonna you know how they make like fucking use six different actors for Spider-Man every two mm-hmm. years but I oh, dude I, it's gonna be hard to replace it would be it'll probably be a while before they even try I'm, I, I think let so. the kids grow up yeah a new group of kids come totally. in but but yeah, that's man. it like that's it he's Iron Man he's Iron Man that's a great point he he yeah he's fuck. he was perfect for that role God, he, he played was. it fucking perfect too 
He's just so yeah. He's just energy. Like his energy is incredible. His spunk, his quirkiness, his 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 humor. Because mm-hmm. that's so essential. Is that like Robert Downey? I mean, all in all of his roles, there's a layer of humor which is like so. It's so truthful to real mm-hmm. life. Because like shit is funny. The truth is funny. You know, and like he's he's he brings it. He knows how to do that. <laughs> In, in shit that's not quite like he do, he's it does not have to be a comedy for it to be to have some humor in it everything everyday yeah. life does mm-hmm. and that's what's interesting about it and he's able to bring that he does kind of bring like a snarky funniness like in to kiss, it kiss kiss bang bang I mean kiss kiss bang bang is a comedy I haven't seen that either but he's just but you're so, so you're giving me a lot of great so truthful movies. oh yeah, yeah totally there. I mean just thanks to my my middle brother Cooper he has this massive Blu-ray collection yeah. and he's seen I swear like there I, I don't think there's such a thing as a movie that I've seen that he hasn't seen really yeah so he's he's my man with the recommendations fuck dude, I'm gonna have to reach out to cause I, there'll be times man I just want a new movie to watch oh dude I'll tell plenty you plenty of times of course of course yeah you get sick of fucking Netflix you get yeah. sick of I don't know what's out there right now I feel like I've seen everything obviously I don't know what I don't know but yeah dude I'm always looking for new cool movies to watch yeah, and I think it's a nice new thing. Like as as the industry is always developing and always changing. Like I think it's really cool how actors are able to kind of break out of their um, their predetermined form. Like like Adam Sandler, like in uh, in pre in in uh, what's it called? Something cut gems. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. Yeah, that's great. He was so good, but who the fuck would have thought? No. Nah. Right, like, yeah. it's, and it was just I. I can't wait to see more. Yeah, and that's just so exciting. And then like Jim Carrey can, dude, that dude can act. Yeah, he's so great. Like he, holy shit! Like I, I just love to see these people in a light that you've never known of. You could have never, you know, you never seen before. Have you seen the documentary with him? Um, what is it? It's Jim and Andy. Yes. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Crazy though. Yeah. That's that's honestly that's documentary single, not single-handedly, but sticks in my head all the time of of what I compare. Maybe not compare, but like look to is in, say, being in character when, you know what I mean? Like he was in character fucking any second of the day that mm-hmm. he was in around people. So it, that that makes me question at times like going into audition should i be in character before i even get into the uh, into so i mean i haven't been ever been told that uh, i was doing this casting director workshop with um julie gale who's a casting just an excellent casting director and yeah. she is a force like she's yeah. awesome but she gave some advice saying like don't do that she said yeah she's like methodist method actors are hard to work with huh. can be can be and um and she said that like she said, she, "Yeah, she said it's like nobody, nobody, nobody wants that anymore. Want, yeah, you know, you could do it. You can, you can use elements from it, but like, it's just, I guess there's, like, they want, they just want actors that can bring it and turn it on. Makes sense. It's mean, I, I never, I haven't done that before, but it has been on my mind. Like, should I just fucking go for it one of these times and just go in there, just balls to the wall? Why not? I mean, you know, if I mean, a, I think if it'd be it's fun. A, if it's a character that's like, but then again, I do also think that they like to know." They like to see the contrast between, you know, in an audition room. They like to see the contrast between who you are and then what yeah. you, what your character is. It's probably a good point. I mean, it's yeah. But you know, like a lot of the time, you're going into an audition. They, you don't always get to 
tell your fucking life story. Exactly. And so, hey, I'm so and so. I think, yeah, I think, you know, like you, you get into, I mean, before an audition, you're in the waiting room, you yeah, totally get into character. Mm-hmm. Totally, you walk in ready mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I mean, do you like uh, self tapes or in person auditions better? Self tapes take a lot of the pressure off. Yeah. Um, and they're not as gratifying. Yeah. But, but it, it gives you a lot more control. And you can do but, it dude, more and more. A and live more. audition, nothing is like another live audition because mm-hmm. that shit is nerve wracking. It's terrifying. You all like you want to throw up before you're you're just you're sweating. You're mm-hmm. just terrified. And nothing is more gratifying than going and accomplishing that. Like you are, you get you get a buzz. You get oh, a yeah. high off of that. Like yeah. it's, and you just feel. Like incredible afterwards, it especially really like with that pressure. Once you figure out how to take it and, and use fucking it, fucking use it, mm-hmm. that's power. Yeah, like that shit brings like you never will be able to. I think it just it it almost slows things down because mm-hmm. your adrenaline's going crazy. That pedophilia <laughs> is just fucking <laughs> contaminating your blood. You have <laughs> nothing but extreme, extreme self awareness and and emotional connection mm-hmm. and that's just that I think that brings a whole new edge to the work and so I you know as terrifying as they are like I really do I do like a good yeah. um I do appreciate a good in-person audition yeah. I'm excited for those again yeah obviously I'm not no casting director but I do f- I feel you can just show more yeah. it's in person I mean it's like anything talking over the phone or a FaceTime versus literally sitting down yeah. like this like, well I think I think doing it live over zoom um, is there's there's definitely it's it feels similar to doing it live in front of the room. Yeah, like I've in, only had in person. One of those. Yeah, doing doing because with those casting director workshops, like the one I just did with Julie Gale, um, we perform those live. Sometimes you do a self tape, you send it ahead of time to give you notes, you do a Q and A. Um, but when you do it, but sometimes you do it live too, and I get fucking nervous. Dude. Oh yeah, I get so nervous. Same. And um. But and it feels it feels you know it feels almost just as good mm-hmm. and I like it. It's nice. Yeah, I think that'd be better than not better, but that I could easily see that being more like because uh, the self tape's a totally different thing. Yeah, and you're used to the space and you yeah. kind of already have everything set up, and so you're not just going into a room with two chairs in it. Yeah, that you've never been into in front before. of seven people. Yeah, or twenty people. Yeah, and but dude, like. But you know how good does it feel though when you're when you're performing or when you're running an audition in front of twenty people and you just are starting to get good reactions? It feels good. Like you fuck it if you got the job or not. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, that's what it is. That's where it's at. Like mm-hmm. it's it gives you life. Yeah. If you, have a, if you have a good audition, it feels fucking amazing. Yeah. It feels incredibly. Even if you don't get the job or not, no, like, yeah. I'm proud that I did that. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had both. Obviously, I'm sure most actors have. I've had oh, yeah. ones where I just felt fucking piece of shit trash after so like, that it's over with. fuck i bombed there did not do good in there but then i've had other ones yeah where i just felt really fucking good about it i uh, think i think no matter how it goes if you bomb it or if you do really well either way it it makes you look forward to the next one because you're like i can't true. wait to step it up next time like yeah. i just i'm ready now like i now i now i know exactly what i need to work on yeah, or i, I want to, another one to do better i want another one yeah exactly and that's like and then when you when you kill it you're like i fucking got this like i'm ready to go and just do six yeah right <laughs> you know <laughs> give me some more give me some more, more. Yeah, no, self tapes see but like you said self tapes you can kind of takes that pressure off and you can i mean you can do fucking 100 takes yeah 
and then send that one in. Uh, so that is nice. But dude, I feel like if you do a hundred takes, it's definitely gonna fuck it up. Yeah, obviously don't do that many. Yeah. I do. I definitely do like twenty sometimes. Maybe yeah. not even tw- like sometimes fifteen, twenty. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of. You know I was. Did your Did your lady read for you? Sometimes. Nice. I mean, if she's not here. You have you have friends doing stuff. I'll have friends do it sometimes. I've sometimes I've recorded it on my own, which I know I've seen people say don't do that. But it, I mean, it's I'm, just hard because you have to give yourself enough space. For exactly, your and that's never easy. No, and you're trying to like it's always different. And yeah, thing changes every run. Exactly. Um, so if I have nobody to go to, that's what I'll do. Is I'll just record on my phone and use like the voice memo. But yeah, uh, yeah, dude. I'll usually do because I had a lot of self tapes in like November, right before Christmas. Um, but, yeah. So I was definitely I felt getting them down And I felt like I was getting better every one Like I was kind of getting You know probably like Literally three takes in To usually around 12 Or three to like 10 One of those yeah. I really Actually usually loved Yeah uh, And then I was kind of getting My own process down of, of actually You know recording all them I already knew which ones I kind of felt best about But I just I wouldn't look at them usually Until the end I would just yeah. keep going through them yeah. Do it again and again and again and again Think okay that one was good but let's just keep going and do a couple more. And then I wouldn't look at them. If I had time, obviously, I would try not to look at them for like just like an hour. Like try to get it off my yeah, mind. Totally. So I'm not obsessing over it or thinking, oh, that one was so much better. So I can come back and just like observe it actually. And yeah. I don't know. I liked it. But I haven't done any since Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Shit hasn't been happening. Yeah. I haven't been seeing shit. I just did a... um. Did a little one yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I played in... The, oh, I was, um, I was auditioning for... Uh, a role where I'm using an English accent, an mm. AP. I don't know if this is it, but this is what I've got. It's about close. This is the only one I've got. <laughs> well, I've got a couple of other ones. I like Tom Hardy, so he's got a whole bunch. He's got a fucking toolkit. you got a good one, bro. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, lad. It's, it's it's real deep. It sounds like you could be like a you could be like a British pirate. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Tea, mate. <laughs> yeah, dude. I've, I've done. I think I, I think I did one audition with a British accent that I I have no training in or nothing. Yeah. I just you know fuck around with it and yeah. sent it in. See that's the fun of it sometimes. Honestly, like not not that I'm not taking it seriously, but sometimes if I don't know what they you know it's not clear what they want. Especially you know you're not going in to speak with them. It's just like well I'm gonna make this what I want then. And yeah, exactly. See if it works. Exactly. And you'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't think everybody's has in not everybody's. A, too, that too big of a critic to the point where they're gonna be like, let me analyze your accent and make sure that every single one of your vowels is right on yeah. point, and pull up their Cambridge dictionary and look 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 at the phonetic yeah. of every word. And I think I don't know. I guess you, I would like to hear what you think about this. I, I think if you do something different, even if they don't like it, I think it just shows you're willing to kind of put yourself out there a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, and a lot of the time it will open up their mind to something that they didn't foresee. Yeah. Like it's a, um, a black swan, which is like um, a term for something that could have never been expected or imagined, and then it and then it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like the writers have, uh, and directors, you know, depending on how, how in cahoots they are with each mm-hmm. other, um, have like a really really specific tend to have a really specific view of how they want or dream of how they want this project to look and sometimes when you bring something new to the table it's really exciting it can be mm-hmm. and so i think it's yeah dude you put your twist on it totally yeah. that's what you got that's what you have to offer like you you definitely don't want to play it safe mm-hmm. yeah man see that's what's fun it's so much fun. there's a lot of fun about it it's the big fun 
it's literally like this whole game i also feel like you're trying to figure out of you know again how do i audition best what works for me best trying to figure out uh just the whole strategy because there's a strategy i think especially with self-tapes like that's that's one thing that i think is it's easier because you can do as many as you want and get a good one it's not as pressure but it's almost harder to accept because i don't know this for sure but i kind of been given this impression as well like now you got to know how to set up a good looking self-tape just to even have a legitimate viable audition it gets technical yeah you don't gotta you can't just walk in you gotta yeah, you're not you don't just worry about the lines you're not just worried about the scene you gotta worry about your it's like you're, you're producing your something light, your three-point lighting you yeah. gotta have the camera you're literally spot. producing yeah an audition yeah like totally and it's just like okay that's 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 an evolution yeah it is know. but then it kind of un- it shows you wow maybe i can make my own material like like i got the the knowledge the info the the tools mm-hmm. do you guys do at school uh do you ever record like uh scene work and put it into your reel no mm. oh well sometimes we'll record rehearsals and whatnot but um sometimes it doesn't always translate i guess because you're doing more theater stuff we're doing more theater stuff um mm. definitely filmed it before and there's some good moments in there but it's just it doesn't it doesn't quite pick up this right the right way because like you for a reel you kind of want something that looks like a like a solid project that's that's edited and yeah. cut together and lit well and has close-ups yeah because you can't do close-ups yeah. with that you know i forgot it was it's only theater based and then there's just one class of on camera or what there's um well it's not just it's not specifically theater based it's just it's performance based yeah and so like it can translate yeah it definitely can translate to on camera and whatnot and so that's why it was kind of nice to get a head start with that when COVID happened mm-hmm. online um, with the Zoom classes and whatnot, but yeah, most of it is theater live performance. Yeah, totally. I guess so. Hmm. And do they talk about uh, classes or studios to go to once you leave school that are good that they like, or is that not really a subject? They kind of give you like a selection. Like with a lot of your um, professors, they're going to recommend. Oh, well, there's this there's this speech class that you can like. Your speech teacher is going to recommend a speech class, or mm-hmm. or you can w- keep working with them if you want, if possible. If they're if they're for it, if they're really with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it just kind of like it opens up. It, it opens up the um. Like all the different elements of what you need to per- start making your work even better. Like, I'm gonna definitely want a speech coach, and mm-hmm. then I'm definitely gonna want to be doing movement stuff. You know, like something just to keep it ca- keeping my body and keep my fluidity and whatnot, which I'm not do not have right now. I have not. I mean, obviously, because there's no classes. Mm-hmm. Besides the online ones, which I—that's the entire reason why I'm not doing online school—is just because it's miserable yeah. for me. I guess I was just asking because I wonder. Uh, I feel like after school, obviously, you would really like Howard's studio because mm-hmm. I feel like he does a scene, a scene partner, classmate, you could say, of mine, kind of, because he grew up in theater. Yeah. Put, explain this to me when I was just talking to him after class one day. Is he kind of he comes from theater? Yeah. So he's kind of giving, it's kind of a mix of like he's using all of his, you know, theater knowledge and translating it for film almost. So you're doing kind of a mix of both. Totally. And we do, we like set up set in class and I don't know, I just felt like, I like that. And I guess I I would imagine someone coming from theater would really like that Yeah. because it has that element to it where it is performing in front of people. You know, our class is 20 people sitting in stands, right? Yeah. Right there. Um, 
but the way I guess I feel like he does his teaching is at the same time for 100% for uh, a film. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I think if you can do theater, you can do film. Just depend. It just, it's a, it's just a different, it's a different angle. Yeah. Figuratively speaking, it's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take all this, you know, like I said, like even when you're not doing Shakespeare, you still got to illustrate your language in a way mm-hmm. with your, with your body. And, and so you got to figure out how to just tighten it up. You know, yeah. in a way where you don't lose anything, you don't t- throw anything away because, yeah, you just got to figure out, you know, because like your your eyes end up replacing, you know, your your body. Mm-hmm. Or that's that's really stupid sounding. So when you're on stage, your body is pretty much illustrating your language. And when you're doing close-ups and stuff on camera, your eyes mm-hmm. are illustrating everything you're saying. And they're yeah. just the mirror to the soul. Like, yeah, your facial expressions. So poetic. But it's true. Yeah, everything. Like it's, It goes from you being able to use your whole body, all of your dexterity, your, all your fingers and whatnot, your feet, your legs, yeah. to all just it coming into your face and then still being able to translate that do you have a preference no no i like them both you like them both i like them both i really do i really love being able to uh it's fun speaking with my whole body though yeah yeah that's really fun putting it that way that that uh i guess i just like the way you just put that and that makes me feel like i would like again i've, I've done mainly on on f- screen film yeah. stuff um but that I would like theater. Yeah, because you know it's funny is that once you start theater, you're gonna everything's gonna feel too big. You know what I mean? You're like you're yeah. gonna be like, wow, I feel like I'm doing too much, and then the director's gonna be like, no, that was perfect. Yeah. You know, like you saying like yelling and or just projection, projecting. and then just like uh, subtly and Im- 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 uh, emphasized like gestures, a little bit over dramatizing, kind of. Yeah, but definitely it doesn't it doesn't translate like that. Yeah. Like when you're seeing something live, everybody is very animated. Yeah. And so you just it becomes more animated. Yeah. That's, that's a great way to put it. Because um, you can't be too huge in camera because it because the camera picks up on the teensiest little things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of mostly what I've been. You could say trained in, I guess is is. Well, you got it already. You just it just needs to be scaled up. Oh, for sure. You know, for yeah, once it comes to theater. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you can do the on-camera shit, then you can do, then you can upscale it 